0: From the mcm entertainment center in suburban philadelphia pennsylvania this is mcm the podcast uh, 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 uh. greetings everyone welcome to mcm the podcast episode 10 all things football bill McManaman from mcm entertainment here we specialize in hosting in-person trivia events for the U.S. Mid-Atlantic region for fundraisers, socials, corporate team building, school assemblies, and weekly bar and pub events, as well as online trivia events for the rest of the United States. I'm joined by my distinguished podcast team, my daughters Erin and Sarah, my niece and nephew Colleen and Jack, and my good buddy John. Say hello everybody. Hello everybody. Jack, we missed you. It's been obviously you're just too busy
1: being class president, basketball manager, school stud. What say you? Uh, it's I've I've missed the podcast. I'm glad I, I rushed home today from my uh, event to get back on on the podcast. So I'm glad to be here. Well, we're good to have you back.
0: Uh, also, wanted to give a shout out to a gentleman by the name of Matt Doyle. Matt was the first to provide a five star review for MCM and the podcast. The Best Trivia Podcast. I love all things MCM, so it's no surprise that I'm a big fan of this podcast. The format is fantastic. I love the variety of trivia questions that are asked. In particular, my favorite episode is the Die Hard episode. You all got it right. Die Hard is a Christmas movie.
2: Wow. We at least have one listener. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, thank you, Matt. So we thank you, uh, we thank Matt for that. And uh, we also had another Um, we also had another review the missus checking in she says I agree with Bruce Willis Die Hard is not a Christmas movie (laughs) love the podcast and the debate however I maintain my position that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie simply too much violence for a holiday movie Mm -hmm. she can think what she wants
2: the Die Hard episode really hit home with people it seems like
0: I think so Think so? She can think what she wants. She can still be on the wrong side. That's not a problem.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) not everybody has to be on the right side. Correct. The way it goes, John is the Godfather of trivia. I'm, I'm again amazed that you're able to slot our today's podcast theme of football into the regular categories. This must have been a tough one.
3: Well, with a business as big as the NFL and all things football, somehow slotting it to arts and literature. That was probably the toughest part about all this. But I think we pulled it off.
0: NFL in sports and leisure, probably one of the easier ones. Cakewalk. Cakewalk, there you go. All right, so let's get to it. We have five rounds of five questions each. Round one is football in current events and history. Round two, football in entertainment. Round three, football in arts and literature. Round four, football in science, nature, and geography. And round number five, football in sports. And leisure. Let's go to round number one football in current events and history. Round number one football in current events and history. Question number one coincidence, perhaps. What NFL team was awarded an NFL franchise on November the 1st, 1966? Question number two, true or false, President Gerald Ford was offered a contract to play football for the Green Bay Packers. Question number three, the Gray Cup, debuting in 1909, is the award for a national championship in what sport? Question number four, in 1933, Burt Bell and Lud Ray purchased a bankrupt team and renamed the team in honor of the symbol of the National Recovery Act, which was part of President FDR's New Deal. What is the team known as today? And question number five, what U.S. president threatened to ban football unless the rules were changed to pl- make playing the game safer? The new rules allowed for the forward pass, which has become the heart of the game. Those are your questions. Round number one, football in current events in history. Let's review the answers to round number one, football in current events in history. Question number one, coincidence perhaps, what NFL team was awarded an NFL franchise on November the 1st, 1966? Saints? Why do you say the Saints?
2: Because coincidentally.
0: Because it was all, all Saints, Saints Day. Day. Yes, the New Orleans Saints. Good nice job, very good job. Question number two, true or false, President Gerald Ford was offered a contract to play football for the Green Bay Packers.
1: True. I feel like it's true, yeah.
0: It is true, yes. Nicely done. Question number three, the Gray Cup, debuting in 1909, is an award for a national championship in what sport? Rugby? Canadian football. I was close, I mean... Canadian football. <laughs> Question number 4. In 1933, Bert Bell and Lud Ray purchased a bankrupt team and renamed the team in honor of the symbol of the National Recovery Act, which was part of President Franklin D. Roosevelt's New Deal. What was the name what is the team known as today? The Philadelphia Eagles.
2: They stink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Question number five. What U.S. president threatened to ban football unless the rules were changed to make playing the game safer? The new rules allowed the forward pass, which has become the heart of the game. Teddy Roosevelt. Let's go to round number two football in entertainment. Football and Entertainment, round number two. Question number one. Who reworked his song, All My Rowdy Friends Are Coming Over Tonight, to All My Rowdy Friends Are Here on Monday night for the opening theme to Monday Night Football? Question number two. Good enough to raise the dead. Chemcraft 400, specifically, the Sport Champ Stadium Remix is performed by what group? Question number three, in a Snickers TV commercial, a groundskeeper has b- just been shown his end zone spelling error of chefs instead of chiefs. What is his three-word reply? Question number four, what character on Cheers won a weekly football poll by selecting teams based on foreign-born conductors leading the winning team's city's symphony? And question number five. Who charted twice on the Billboard Top 40 charts with a recording of the Star Spangled Banner from Super Bowl 25? Those are your five questions. Round two, football in entertainment. <laughs> Let's review the answers of round two, football and entertainment. Question number one. Who reworked his song, All My Rowdy Friends Are Coming Over Tonight, to All My Rowdy Friends Are Here on Monday Night for the opening theme to Monday Night Football? Hank Williams Jr. Question number two, good enough to raise the dead, Kerncraft 400, specifically the sport chant stadium remix is performed by what group? Zombie Nation. Oh, right. Do you know the song?
2: Yeah, isn't that what they play for Penn State? <phone play>
0: yeah. <speaking in> yeah. <speaking in> <speaking in> oh.
2: Penn State. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We might have to bring back doodahs.
2: Oh, wow. That was that was, that was a good doodah almost. Doodah Oh yeah. So, yeah, maybe we should.
0: Well, you know, what's interesting. We do live events and everybody can't. Where's the doodahs? Yeah. And we'll explain those on a podcast coming up, I guess. Maybe we should.
2: I'm sure we have at, at this
0: point. Unearthed. Yeah, we should definitely
2: before. maybe like end the podcast with a doodle, yeah. and then people can guess or we can guess and see if.
0: Yeah, we'll put some thoughts to it. I- I'm battling a little bit of a cold here.
2: Be hard to do a doodle right now. Fully I think you'd vaccinated, like pass out.
0: <laughs> I've got everything at this particular. Room. You're Booster not allowed to have a cold anymore. Yeah, you, once you get a cold, you got to tell everybody. Uh, but I'm vaccinated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, question number three: In a Snickers TV commercial, groundskeeper has just shown. His end zone spelling error of chefs instead of chiefs. What is his three word reply?
2: Have a Snickers.
0: Great googly moogly.
2: Yeah, what? How (laughs) did that fit into a... What? It's actually a six word phrase. Sweet googly moogly have a Snickers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. What character on Cheers won a weekly football pool by selecting teams based on foreign-born conductors? Leading the winning team, City's Symphony. Diane from Cheers.
2: Nice. We used to watch that. It was like late I have night, to night add week or whatever. That
3: I've wrote or put this question in the podcast because this is my wife. I've.
0: <laughs>
1: this this is what, is she, what does.
3: she does. I uh, early on in our relationship, I took her to the track. Because that's what young men do. Um, and she bet on horse combinations based on whether they were pink and black with polka dots or blue and purple and all these things. And she won. So to see a character on television like Diane Chambers winning because she bet on conductors of symphonies. I, I can't yeah, believe there's another woman in the
0: world like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. She wrote it just for you, for just for your wife. Sarah, didn't you fantasy draft just based upon... Uh, pictures of
2: yeah that was uh with the help of my college roommates they uh I think one of the first years I did fantasy obviously no idea what's going on and I think we were at a bar for one of their birthdays and I was like oh crap I forgot about this draft so I was sitting um ironically her name was also Sarah and we were sitting there and she's like oh that one's cute pick him or he has a funny (laughs) last name let's pick him so we were just picking I ended up with a good roster but there was no rhyme or reason. It was if they were cute in their picture or if they had a funny last name.
1: <laughs> I just want to say I've won our family league three times now. So I I'm, must be doing something right in fantasy. I'm not really sure why that why that's important. Why, why do you feel the <laughs> need to that throw this? How does right? that fit <laughs> in to, Yeah. Yeah. Got to get my... he.
2: His next question is how many have you won? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> how many have I won? I came in 10th out of 10 this year.
1: I could not have... Wow. I always draft well. He always gets the A-plus yeah. draft grades, and it goes way yeah, down I from there. I draft
0: well, but I just... I, I'm terrible. I'm absolutely terrible. Jack is... Jack's good. Yeah, I think well, he's... I, he's I, well, I can't really tell whether he's doing it on his own
1: or whether he's got his father helping him or whatever, but whenever I'm going good, he says, oh, it's a team. Like, we're doing this together. And then every time yeah. I lose, it's just me. It's on me, so... Right. It's just Jack's team. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Question number five. Who charted twice on the Billboard Top 40 Charts? With a recording of the Star-Spangled Banner from Super Bowl twenty-five.
2: I want to say, I Whitney I was going to say that so too. I. Yeah, because that's the best.
0: Whitney Houston
2: Super Bowl. That's what correct. they play. That's the best national anthem that's what of they all play time.
4: The, at the yeah, Smithsonian. Smithsonian.
2: Right?
0: Yes. So, so when I, because it is the best one. When you used to sing every now and then, and did you have a chance to ever? Th-
2: yeah, I've done the national anthem. So a couple I times.
0: S- I've always said to you.
2: I know. Don't make a diva. Out Don't of make it. yourself right.
0: a diva out of it. Yeah. Sing it the way people died for this country. Yeah. Sing it the way it's supposed nice work, to be Dad. sung. And I always did. And you always do a great job at it. Thank you. Um, there was somebody that did it the other day for the Eagles game, which I thought was good. There was one party kind of went off the rip just a little bit. Yeah. But I'll tell you, there is nothing worse than a bad national anthem to me. I just I, it breaks my heart. Yeah. We went. We saw one down in D.C. one time. It he wasn't even the same tune. Acoustic no. It wasn't even the same tune of the national anthem. Yeah, he was yeah. on the same. That was, he guitar. It was It was, it was, it was just terrible. Weird.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sorry, John. You were going to say something. I think you. Were, I'm, I'm, you had I'm, your hand I'm, up.
3: I'm, I, I was actually going to interject. Why did it chart twice?
0: Why did it chart twice? And I have to think for something. So it charted in. I am I, just for my notes here. I'm not pulling this out of my head. Nineteen ninety one, which I think would have been Super Bowl twenty five. Yeah. And then and number six in two thousand 9-11.
4: Nine the, there
0: you go. maybe got it. 9/11. got
4: it. Yep. I was gonna say nine even 11. before you said the years, I was like, Whitney, <laughs> it was probably nine eleven. Like when was the next big
2: <laughs> right. there moment you go. for I have to say it's really hard to compare anyone to Whitney Houston because that is like the all time best. But I think Lady Gaga The year that she sang it did a pretty good job. Lady Gaga. Yeah. But I love her. I mean, she's very tasteful when it comes to singing things like that. Um, Even because she does a lot of like jazz as well. So I feel like you just have to know. I always
0: thought when when she first started off, and maybe she was, she was kind of like this hard pop rocker to me. But then when you see her with Tony Bennett Uh and just how elegant she she is. Yeah. And just how um, sweet and just sensitive to, to him at this particular, he's I think he's battling awesome. Alzheimer's, I think, yeah. uh, but he's still out there touring. I don't maybe he just ended, ended it or ended, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. those two together are just phenomenal. And they've
2: been they've been friends for a long time. I mean, they have multiple albums out together. Yeah. Um. I think I love her personally, and you should definitely watch her documentary if you haven't. It's on Netflix, but um she's a great like actress like she's playing a specific role to get you to talk about her and be like wow did you see lady gaga at the vmas and then you start to talk about her and you're like oh well have you heard her album and i think she knows exactly what she's doing you know if being a little out there being a little crazy at times but got a good
1: marketing team behind her yeah right Yeah, yeah
2: this does say that the it was september 11th it was re-released as a single following the September 11th attacks and all of the proceeds went to a 9/11 charity.
3: Even
4: oh,
0: better. Nice. Nice job. Nice job, yeah. Colleen. Nice yeah. job. I was just at the that
4: Flight 93 memorial. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, how is that? I mean, it's somber. Like it's it's sad, yeah. but uh at the same time you a lot, you know a lot of people credit the folks that were on that plane as heroes. So, uh it was, it's, yeah. it's really nice. There's like a little museum that explains the whole day um, and particularly that flight. And then you can walk down onto the, it, it crashed in a field. So it's kind of like a quarry area. Oh, wow. At the time it was like, a. I think it was being dug like a quarry. Um, and they have the names of the folks on marble slates. And you can see a boulder in the distance where the actual plane
2: crashed. So, And they have trees growing there. Yeah. It's really wow. it's
4: really nice. Um moving, yep. I'm sure, yeah.
2: Yeah. 911 is is the tragedy that I'm like I can never watch enough documentaries about and see enough museums and the tributes and like it it's just uh like lack of a better word. it's fascinating to me to like go and read the stories of these people who I don't know. It's what crazy. Who we went
0: up to, who went up with me to uh World Trade Center Memorial? We yeah, did. We did. Yeah, You took, took both of just us. Just on the step, just seeing the steps. and Yeah. And yeah, the, the
2: museum, the fire station
0: yeah, that's turned that into a
2: museum. We haven't been up to the new museum that they built um, since they put the new World Trade Center up. You know, they were making it when we were there that has the actual fire engine in well, itself glass. Somebody. I might have
0: gone with Drew or somebody. I think I went.
2: Yeah, I haven't been to that one yet. But I do like I really love and the documentaries that they've made on it are really oh. Fascinating. Incredible. Fascinating.
0: Yeah. Let's go to round number three football in arts and literature. Mm-hmm. Round number three football in arts and literature. We go to question number one. What three title words precede a town? A Team and a Dream, in the book by H.G. Bissinger. Number two, a 1974 Peter Benchley novel, and an ESPN analyst or former professional quarterback share what moniker? Number three, the Baltimore Ravens are named for a reference to what author who died and is buried in that city? Number four, Gail Sayers' 1970 autobiography, I Am Third, is the basis of what classic football-themed movie? And question number five, the Vince Lombardi Trophy, quite possibly the biggest prize in North American sports, is handcrafted each year by what original designer? Those are your five questions. Football in arts and literature. Let's review the answers of round number three, football and arts and literature. Question number one, what three title words precede a town, a team, and a dream in the book by H.G. Bissinger? Friday Night Lights.
2: Great movie, but a wonderful TV show. (laughs) Yeah, the series is really good. TV series and the movie are completely different. Um, But Sarah and I love...
0: Yeah, it goes a little off
2: after, like, the team switch or, like, the kids graduate and it's a new team and then they, like, merge regionally or something. But the first couple seasons. It's still good. It's just, like, it's different. But that's, like, (laughs) hardcore, like, Texas high school football. Yeah, it's very One Tree Hill for football, which we we all know. One Tree Hill is a good special place with us. Yeah.
0: Well, just like, I mean, obviously, professional football is big for us Mm -hmm. because we have a professional team in Texas, in some of these Southern States, high school football is as big or bigger than college football in in many places. Oh yeah. So I'm sure. And
2: that's kind of what you see in the show. It's like everyone like shuts down their restaurants and and everything. It's like everyone is going to this game. Everything is closed. And then, you know, the restaurants reopen and stuff, but it's like everyone's going to dedicate their time to this specific game. It's crazy.
0: Yep. Question number two: A 1974 Peter Benchley novel and an ESPN analyst or former professional quarterback share what moniker? Jaws. Peter Benchley novel. Jaws. Oh. ESPN former professional quarterback Jaws. Ron Jaworski.
2: I should have guessed that. I met you. Should have. I I was waiting for you. I was
0: waiting. I I was giving you the.
2: I know. I met him. He's a great guy. Great guy.
0: Question number three The Baltimore Ravens are named for a reference to what author who died and is buried in the city? Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, it's
1: that Correct. poem, right? Yeah. That's what I yeah, was
2: going to say. Gar Raven. Poe. Good job. Question That's number four. One Tree Hill. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Raven.
0: Question number four Gail Sayers' 1970 autobiography, I Am Third, is the basis of what classic football themed movie? Brian's Song. And question number five, the Vince Lombardi trophy, quite possibly the biggest prize in North American sports is handcrafted each year by what original designer?
2: Is it Waterford Crystal?
0: It is not.
2: Don't they have some... They do um, do the trophies for the players, maybe? I think they do the NBA. And they also do, um, I think maybe it's hockey and Yeah, I'll have to look it up. We did a tour of Waterford Crystal, the... um, factory where they make it all when we were on our trip in Ireland and there's definitely a sports um, yeah, trophy that molds. they make. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. not
0: the NFL. So who makes the NFL one?
2: Mm. No idea.
0: Takes four months to make. Bye. Bye. Tiffany
1: and Company. I
2: was literally, I was going to well, say. You Tiffany. know what? Why
0: didn't say it? <laughs> I should
1: have. <laughs> well, I could have, would have, should have. So that was I last week. Really... Say it, Aaron. Yeah. We won't judge you if you're wrong. Just guess. I know. Yeah.
2: yeah. I just said Waterford Crystal. Oh
0: man. Let's go to round four: football in science, nature, and geography. Round number four, football in science, nature, and geography. Question number one, quarterback Paul D. Hubbard invented what to keep the other team from reading his hand signals? Number two, where is the Pro Football Hall of Fame located? Question number three, prolate spheroid describes the shape of what implement in the game is it a the helmet b football c tackling dummy or d water gatorade cooler question number four what is the width of an american football field in yards and question number five ada ohio is home to what company's factory That produces over 700,000 handmade footballs each year. Those are your five questions. Round number four, football in science, nature, and geography. Let's review the answers for round number four, football in science, nature, and geography. Question number one, quarterback Paul D. Hubbard invented what to keep the other team From reading his hand signals. Audibles. Uh, Close. Close. The huddle. (laughs) Question number two. Where is
1: the Pro Football Hall of Fame located? Canton, Ohio. (coughs) Canton, Ohio.
2: Good job, Jack.
1: I'm going to the NBA Hall of Fame uh, this weekend. So I I had Hall of Fame on the brain. And where is that? Remind me. In uh, Massachusetts. Springfield. Springfield, yep. Question number three: Prolate
0: spheroid describes the shape of what implement in the game? The helmet, the football, the tackling dummy, or the water Gatorade cooler? Football. It'll be the football. It's got to be yeah, the football. Yeah. The football.
2: <laughs> yeah, makes the most sense.
0: Number four: What is the width of an American football field in yards? Fifty-three and a third yards. I was amazed by this answer.
1: That's very specific.
0: Yeah. 53 and a third yards. So it's more than half the f- length of a football field is the width.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: I don't know what the significance of 53 and a third yards is, but yeah. why not just 50?
2: Right. Or just 53.
0: <laughs> Question number five Ada, Ohio is home to what company's factory that produces over 700,000 handmade footballs each year? Wilson. 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 Good
2: job. Colleen.
4: I'll give you credit, Colleen. You. Nicely done.
2: Thank you.
0: <laughs> Let's go to round number five football in sports and leisure. Round number five football in sports and leisure. Question number 1, who holds the record for most consecutive starts by a quarterback? Question number 2, what is the NFL league minimum salary for 2021? Is it 450,000, 660,000, or 770,000? Question number 3, Pro rules dictate that the home team has to have 36 balls or 24 balls ready for inspection by the referee two hours before game starting time. What is the reason for the varying amounts? Question number four, a limping Mean Joe Green is offered what product from a young fan in the iconic TV commercial? And question number five, under the rules of professional football, what score is recorded for a forfeited game? Those are your five questions. Football in sports and leisure. Let's review the answers around number five, football in sports and leisure. Question number one. Who holds the record for most consecutive starts by a quarterback? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. That would be incorrect. This, this gentleman is retired. What team did he play for? Well, if I give you that, it's going to be easy. 297 consecutive games. Green Bay Packer. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Oh, yeah.
2: I knew it was an F as his last name. I couldn't think of it. <laughs>
0: Question number two, what is the NFL league minimum salary for twenty twenty one? Four fifty, six sixty, or seven seventy?
2: Four fifty. Probably something ridiculous.
0: I feel like
1: it's four fifty, yeah. It is six hundred and sixty. Six sixty.
2: Man, I'll go run out there and not catch anything for six hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> right?
0: I mean, some of those we were watching we went to the Eagles Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. Some of the throw, are uh, really rough. I, I mean, mean,
2: granted, it's the third; it's their second string. No, confined. no, no, I
0: understand. But with the ball is thrown at you and hit you hit in the you chest, hit you in the
2: stomach. Yeah,
0: you got to catch that ball.
2: Uh, oh, I agree. I think I could have caught that ball. I think yeah. anybody. You gotta could You got to catch have. that ball,
0: and then when you come back on the next play and get a penalty for throwing a pick in there, yeah, you just you got to get off the field. <laughs> it just, was rough. You,
2: yeah, that was. I have to say though, that was my first authentic cold night game like pure it was january football experience it was cold it was like 19 degrees i think i had 11 layers on
0: yeah i'm on record as saying i would prefer to go to the coldest football game versus the The hottest hottest baseball baseball game game. oh we know that but i gotta tell you i was cold
2: (laughs) yeah it was cold
0: it was rough 17 degrees
2: yeah i had two pairs of gloves on and my hands were still cold yeah i had three pairs of socks on
0: Mom said, well, you didn't have enough layers. I had seven layers. uh, How much? I'm a big guy. How how many more layers layers can I put on?
4: Hand warmers and shove them in your I wish I took a
2: picture. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I took a picture of myself in the stadium because I literally looked like the Michelin man. Like, I couldn't move my arms. And then it was like, like my dad and colleen and jack your dad and me and we were sitting and we were all like stuffed <laughs> and, like trying to trying to sit next to each other before that you were saying if you could you know detach your arms and put them at your legs and i was like oh haha ha. like okay yeah, that's funny and then i got there and i was like okay i get it now yeah. i know why we wanted to tend our arms
0: <laughs> you're stuffed in there question number three pro rules dictate that the home team have 36 balls or 24 balls ready for inspection by the referee two hours before game time. What is the reason for the varying amounts?
1: Regular season or playoffs? Uh, nope. I
2: was going to say in case Tom Brady...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> with 36 balls
0: for outdoor games, 24 for indoor uh, games. Interesting. Uh, um... Question number four. A limping Mean Joe Green is offered what product? From a young fan in the iconic TV commercial, a Coke, right? Yep, Coca Cola. Yeah. Question number five: Under the rules of professional football, what score is recorded for a forfeited game? One nothing. Uh, so close. Nothing. Ah, so close, Jack. Two nothing. <laughs> We move to buy the numbers. One question, buy the numbers. If you get the question right, you get to double your score that you've had throughout the podcast. Here's your question A hot dog sold for how much in US dollars at Dallas Cowboys games in the 2020 season? Let's go through our answers of buy the numbers. A hot dog sold for how much in the U.S. dollars at Dallas Cowboys games in the 2020 season?
2: I'm gonna say three dollars. Uh, oh, wow, I was gonna go mm-hmm. like twelve.
1: Uh, I'm thinking it's I a w- trick question, and since this it's a 2020, it sold for zero dollars because there wasn't fans. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a little too a uh, little too deep there, Jack. <laughs> That's ah, a, too a good
2: deep. That's I'm gonna good. say seven dollars and fifty cents.
1: Uh, that better than been my guess too. Yeah, I think you're the closest
0: five fifty. Jeez. Which sounds like a lot for a hot dog, but when I looked at the answer, I kind of thought in this. That's day and what age, I'm
2: saying. I mean I like bought a water for five. Every venue.
0: Beer was like eleven.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I got a soda. In a souvenir cup for eight dollars. Yeah, I
0: thought- <laughs>
2: was it? Is it a foot long hot dog like they That's sell at Disney out. World?
0: Oh, the foot long hot dogs oh. at Disney World. I'm sorry, way too much. There's no reason why there needs to be a foot long.
2: Well, it's a foot long hot dog on like a seven inch roll.
0: Yeah. yeah, but it's a foot long hot dog, but it's not like a thin hot dog. It's like a sausage. What? would the next? Yeah, it's closer sausage to a sausage. Side? I was like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. This thing is like ridiculous. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to this year's playoff bracket for the NFL. The teams have been set. You have on the American Football Conference, Tennessee in the first position, Kansas City in the second, Buffalo in the third, Cincinnati in the fourth. Then you've got Las Vegas Raiders in fifth, New England in sixth, and Pittsburgh in seventh. Those are your American Football League teams. In the National uh, Conference... You have Green Bay, the number one seed. The number two seed is Tampa Bay. Number three seed is Dallas. Boo. (laughs) Number four seed is the L.A. Rams. The fifth seed is Arizona Cardinals. The sixth seed is San Francisco 49ers. And the seventh seed are Philadelphia Eagles. Yours truly. (laughs) So we're going to go through each of the games. I'm going to try to figure this out because when we get to the second one, the top seed t- plays the lowest seed so we'll have to figure that out as we go along but I'm going to go by game by game and we'll just see if we can come to a consensus and see if we can pick the Super Bowl winner. Okay. Right.
2: You heard it here first folks.
0: You heard it here first. First game is Las Vegas Raiders versus the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Bengals. Anybody feel strongly?
2: Bengals. The Raiders aren't old enough to deserve a Super Bowl so Bengals.
1: The Bengals are also pretty young as a team.
2: Aren't the Raiders like Three years old.
1: Uh, no, I think they, you, oh, they
2: moved
0: oh, it's the Rams. Location. Yeah, Change of the
1: players.
2: they changed location. But if that one's if that's your reasoning. no, you know what I'm thinking means. about? I'm thinking about the knights, their hockey team. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, the knights. The knights. are the knights you know. are brand new. Yeah, because she's
0: a hockey. <laughs> expert, she is Ruth <laughs> earlier. Right. So I'm hearing Cincinnati. Did anybody? Anybody? <laughs> I'm anybody hockey expert. Anybody, anybody right. Anybody different there?
2: No, I, I, nope. Jack was pretty immediate. So I'm going to right. go with Jack.
0: In Joe Burrow, we trust. <laughs> Second game is New England and Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo
2: has been doing pretty well. Yeah, I was Done gonna say Bills
4: Nation. Go
2: for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Buffalo. Mac and Jones I like is people that jump up and slam their body <laughs> on table. Game number three: Tampa Bay versus Philadelphia. Ooh,
2: tough one.
4: <laughs> Eagles
0: upset underdogs. It's,
2: yeah, I mean, I'd love for the Eagles to <laughs> beat Tampa Bay.
0: Let's let's not. Pick with our heart, folks. Why wouldn't
2: we? Our head's telling us. Our our head's telling us. We already did. We already went the underdog route. We can't.
0: Yeah, you're not going to win that again. Yeah. (laughs) What are we saying? Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. Tampa
2: Bay. Tampa Bay. I'm after uh, to be part of this podcast. (laughs) Showing on Sunday.
0: San Francisco and Dallas. (laughs) San San Francisco. Francisco. Really?
2: Let's see Dallas cry.
0: Oh, man. I still think we're we're going our heart. Okay. Uh, number five is Pittsburgh and Kansas City
2: Ooh,
0: it's Kansas City right
2: Kansas City although Ben Roethlisberger
0: is
1: old rip, really old I know. Yeah. yeah he is old I would like to Kansas see him City. win
2: for one more I know that would be nice but again that would be with our hearts and we can't do that in this podcast so yeah,
0: last a one is Arizona and LA Arizona Cardinals the LA Rams
2: Cardinals uh-huh. I was gonna say Rams <laughs>
1: I don't know because the Cardinals like, really... started off so hot, but then it's just been downhill. So like I don't know yeah, if they're gonna, gonna be say. able to bump back up or. If yeah, they're... I think this is Matthew Stafford here. Yeah, and Cooper let's Cup the Rams. Yeah, and Cooper Cup. I think
0: we're going to the L.A. Rams. Sir, sorry. <laughs> I know you're a big Arizona Cardinals fan. Yeah. Zach Ertz is an Arizona Cardinal.
2: I know. I <laughs> don't even get me started. It's so
0: sad.
1: All
2: it's right, so, sad.
0: so back to the American <laughs> Football Conference then. We have the one seed, the two seed, three seed, four seed. So Tennessee was going to play Cincinnati. And then Buffalo and Kansas City. And then in the national conference, Green Bay is going to play San Francisco. And L.A. Rams would play Tampa Bay.
2: Where is the... Super Bowl this year. Well I um,
0: <laughs> it's
2: supposed to be in LA at the new stadium or wherever the new stadium is in California. However, um because of spikes in COVID, they might be moving it to Dallas. But there has but it hasn't been decided yet.
0: Okay. So let's go to the first one here. Cincinnati and Tennessee. I'm not a big Tennessee fan. I don't see, I don't, I think it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors. I
1: think I would pick Cincinnati. Well, so they're saying. saying Derrick Henry might be back for the playoffs, mm. which really? would be a dramatic effect. And I'm okay. done
2: with Derrick Henry. He was supposed to be good. I had him on my <laughs> fantasy team. And he's not good.
1: All right, we picking
0: Tennessee then, or are we picking Cincinnati?
2: Where Who's Derrick Henry on? Tennessee. Tennessee. All right, pick Cincinnati. Oh.
0: <laughs> really?
2: I feel like Tennessee, maybe, I don't know. But. Tennessee. I have no reasoning for any of these. All right,
0: we'll pick Tennessee because <laughs> they're the number one seed. Buffalo and Kansas City.
2: Buffalo. Buffalo. I'd like to see yeah. Buffalo. Let's go Buffalo. Yeah. Well,
4: Guys, we're okay. picking with our hearts what do you think? and we left the Eagles. Um, I'm just saying, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is true. Do you think that it would be um, the Chiefs instead of the I think
1: no, it would be Buffalo.
0: I think that, yeah, I think it's I, Buffalo's yeah.
1: year. Patrick They've Mahomes is trying okay. too much. We, Green Bay San
2: Francisco (laughs) The chefs yeah (laughs) Green
0: Bay and San Francisco
1: We agree Green Bay
0: Green
1: Green Bay Yeah And the Rams versus Tampa Bay It's so hard to pick against Tom Brady in the playoffs Uh, John you got
0: got a uh, a dog in the fight here I don't
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let's go Rams I don't
0: I'm sorry I I don't I feel like this is Rams year. So we go yeah. to Green Bay versus LA Rams and we go Tennessee versus Buffalo.
2: Ooh. I'd like Buffalo. to see Buffalo and the Rams <laughs> is who I would like to see for the Super Bowl.
0: I'm just wondering if if Green Bay's really good. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm hoping I would Just love to saying, see Rams and Buffalo. Yes, yeah, as well. That's but what we got to like pick one: to Tennessee versus Buffalo. Buffalo. We're picking Buffalo. Yeah. And Green Bay versus L.A.
2: Defer to Jack.
1: I would say Green Bay, but I want I want to say the Rams, but I've been told we're not picking with our hearts, so I, I would say Green Bay. <laughs> All right, so it's Green Bay versus Buffalo Heard
4: for the Super
0: Buffalo. Seriously. Buffalo? We all go in Buffalo?
4: Yeah. I want yeah. Buffalo. I, I would love I, I love them. Like right. they're fans.
0: So I got Marcus down for Buffalo. If the now I guess the question being is let's we're, so we're down for Buffalo with our heads, not our hearts. Now let's go <laughs> well,
2: back. half heads, half hearts.
0: Yeah. Let's go back then to Colleen's point. If we want to bet with our hearts, let's go through it again.
1: Eagles Super Bowl champs. Eagles. That's- Eagles. Yep. <laughs> so, Eagles. Eagles.
0: Eagles. So Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Philly. We're thinking Philly, Philly right? Underdog. Philly Dilly. So Dilly, then Dilly. Philadelphia would then go to Green Bay. Philly. <laughs> so, and they're, they're not going to, right? And then who would the, uh, so then San Francisco would play the, that would be an interesting matchup. The LA Rams versus San Francisco. But we don't think the Philadelphia's going to get beyond Green Bay.
2: We don't think Philadelphia's going to get beyond <laughs> Tampa. I think
0: Bay. they match up pretty good against Tampa, actually. Oh, yeah? From where they are, yeah. But I don't think they get past that.
2: I think my m- most recent experience with them is what's you know, ingrained in my head with their second bench string. people. Yeah. And yeah, yeah,
0: but they benched the entire team. The Dallas I did.
2: I, that's yeah. the they problem. But yeah. the other thing, I was impressed with the quarterback.
1: Gardner Minshew? Minshew Oh, Magic. yeah, Minshew Love, Minchu love Magic. that guy. Okay.
2: For what... For who he was playing a good with, it's good yeah, yeah, but he, for what he, the cards he was dealt, he did a great job.
0: Yeah, I guess if you threw out, threw him some folks that could <laughs> catch. Absolutely, that would One, make a We
2: would have won, I think. We would have won if he was throwing to our usual team.
0: All right, so you heard it here first, Buffalo. Yeah, if, that's our. If uh, the Bills win, I'll jump through
1: a table.
2: The, I was literally just going to say that. We'll you are going to jump it. through
1: a table. Yeah, you heard it here first. If the Bills win the Super Bowl.
2: Have you cleared this with your mother? <laughs> no. <laughs> That'll be the next thing. Jack's egg out for the yeah. entire baseball now season. I'm get
0: reviews. Where's, where's Jack in <laughs> the table? <laughs> we can post it as a video, I'm sure, up there. Oh, yeah. This concludes MCM The Podcast, Episode 10, All Things Football. At this point, we'd love to hear from you. Check out our new podcast webpage, MCMThePodcast.com where you can contact us with questions, ideas, or suggestions. You can leave us a five-star review, send us a voicemail, connect to our social media pages, and access links to all of the directories where you'll find our podcast. Leave us a review and we'll be thrilled to give you a personal shout-out on an upcoming podcast. If you are in the U.S. Mid-Atlantic region and you are interested in a live trivia event for a fundraiser, social, corporate team building, or weekly bar and pub event, let us know. And for the rest of the United States, if you're interested in our virtual trivia event offerings, let us know that as well. In any case, you can reach us and stay up to date via mcmthepodcast.com. This is Bill McMenamin signing off for the entire crew here at the MCM Entertainment Center. We hope we've made your day a little bit lighter and a little bit brighter. And thanks for bringing us into your world. Cheers until next time. Say Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye,
4: everybody.